Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 57, the PS5 reveal breakdown. With me, George, and as always joined by Tom, PS5 reveal, to my arrested for my reveal at the shops. How's it going? <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm very good. Yeah. Had a good week of gaming. Um, we've had some news. So, yeah, let's give them a breakdown, Tom, of how the show's going to go. Obviously, coming up, we've got some news in that. Mm, you can always bet on some Batman news, Tom. Oh, you didn't see that coming, did you? Oh, I didn't see that Then coming. the uh, aforementioned feature, which is the breakdown of the PS5 reveal. After that, we slip and slide into the new release highlights, and the show ends when I ask you what you're hoping to play. But the show can only begin after they've turned that ignition, after they've gripped their steering wheels as they battle down the corona highways. Tom, what well, odders, grip the wheel. Tom, what you been playing? Uh, nothing much, really, this week. I got a trophy on uh, Streets of Rage, got my first S rank. Uh, I kind of—I don't know whether I cheated, but apparently the Streets of Rage 1 pixel characters are really OP because their hitbox is so big, uh, which means they can... Uh, that they're, they're, When they punch, the, the range that they can reach or the area they hit is larger than some of the newer characters. So it's slightly easier to, to chain your combos together and, and do that. Mm. So, yeah, just trying to... Um, me and a friend of mine are still trying to clear the mania mode. We keep getting through the odd stages. It's quite good because you can just tackle on stage at a time rather than when we're trying to do the arcade mode, you've got to go through on one run, which is pretty tough. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. No uh, online shooters? You normally list Oh, yeah, yeah. No one wants to hear about all that. What's going on on that 10-year-old game Overwatch? You're still playing that? Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, Still hanging in there, still providing entertainment. I got the season four battle pass on Modern Warfare. Uh, they've chucked a few different things in, but yeah, the map's feeling a bit tired on that now. Uh, again, the update size is ridiculous. Um, I think eventually it will reach a point for people where they either have that as their only game on their console, uh, or they just uh, delete it. So they need to really improve the file sizes and compression mm. on those. But yeah, that's it for me. How about you? Oh, well, obviously Minecraft for the ongoing stream on our YouTube channel. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, my snatcher came from Repro Game Labs uh, on the internet. Uh, unfortunately, finally managed to get the Sega Mega CD RAM cart to work. Finally yeah. got uh, Hideo Kojima's uh, some would say it's finest work to load missing the intro music I mean I know it's a repro but crikey missing the intro music I uh, went and did the first mission came back something really emotional had happened and people was mouths were just moving up and down no audio uh, so I've messaged the guy nothing I've messaged him on his website nothing I mean the quality of the repro the box itself it looks great um, the disc printing itself is acceptable to me. Uh, it's just that the the game's missing audio. The intro, the spoken intro dialogue is gone. Uh, so hopefully it comes back to me. I don't want the Earth, even if you know what's it got to come to. Is it time to send the Ray after him? Uh, the Immortal Stingray to hunt him down and extract yeah. revenge. 
Uh, maybe. I maybe should have just got the copy from Ray in the first place and then we'd be well away, wouldn't we? Um, I'll make the call if you need it. No, no, no. No, no, He's no. On this, I've got a special phone in the apartment. Well, we've had a wave of him. new listeners. We're uh, one of the biggest podcasts in Ireland for video games right now and Indonesia, so we welcome those new listeners. Uh, Thanks very much, Vince the Gamer. <laughs> is he from Ireland? I don't think he is. Is he from Indonesia? I don't think he is. Um, but thank you. He's always promoting the show. Is he? Is that right? Okay. He is. Well, I probably put it down to our good friend Colin Moriarty. That's where I put that to. He's uh, he says our name every episode of his, so you can't ask for more than that, can you? Wow, we are in the big time now. We are. We really are. I I I must admit I don't keep much tabs on what goes on into the podcast. I just turn up and. You know how it is. But uh, that's impressive. Good work there. Tracking him down. Well, it's thanks to the fans and the community that uh, we continue to grow the way we do. Not that you care. You just keep taking the nah. money. Phil now wires to you because you don't allow. Um, You've gone very, what I would call, um, Howard Hughes. You don't come in or out of your New York apartment. You only communicate to me once a week over Zoom. Um well, let's have a Zoom chat with with um, the mayor. We don't go there, but been on the phone to the mayor of Farmington this week. And what are you doing? Illegal, con- illegal content. Shut it down. It's not allowed. Farmington's you, like King Jong Il, called an end to Farmington, and now it's done. it's good. To, it's just good to keep up with uh, what's nope. going on there. Though. No. Stop it now. Okay. You can't wear the Grim Reaper cloak one day and then decide you want to dance with the newborn babies of Farmerton the next. It doesn't work like that. It was such a good bit of law, though. You you would love it. This is is the episode to welcome in all the new fans and you want to go down the Farmerton route. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, well, we've we've probably rambled on enough about the new games. Tom, as always, wants to self-destruct everything because his ego probably doesn't even allow him to do a podcast anymore i i just do appearances at local supermarkets to open those and i do that via video chat i've got a robot with an ipad on and i send it down there <laughs> facetime uh, 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 the statue of my my great aunt ancestor smythe is uh going to be pulled down due to his no involvement stop it now <laughs> I write Ooh. the law. Stop me now. Go straight into the news. I think next week will be a one-man show. From then on in, <laughs> the news. We've scoured the very darkest of the regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, many Botham spies died to bring us this information. In what's starting to be a regular thing, the Microsoft Store has leaked another game ahead of schedule. Uh, adding to the Mafia trilogy and Kingdom as Amala Re-Reckoning, the storefront hosted an advertisement for a title named Star Wars Squadrons for a short period of time. It's very safe to assume this is that Project Maverick that was leaked uh, a few months ago. Spotted by Gamatsu, the leaked image prominently features X-Wing starfighters as well as TIE fighters, suggesting this is an experience focused on space battles. It's developed by EA Motive, and should we hear more about this project in the near future... We'll let you know. It's not known if it's an X-Gen title or current-gen, 
Uh, Venture Beats Jeff Grubb has gone on to say it's a single-player campaign that is a few hours long, but the focus, much to Tom's ears, is a multiplayer space combat experience. Hmm. They're good at leaking those um, doing the Microsoft Store leaks, aren't they? At the minute, they are. But to be fair, to be fair, this was all over the leaks and rumours anyway, uh, as the Project Maverick uh, rumoured game, uh, space combat, sort of Rogue Squadron style. Uh, I like the artwork that they put out. Uh, I think on their Twitter thing to officially confirm it's going to be shown on Monday. Mm. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I'm getting, they can X- make- I'm getting modern X-wing versus Tie Fighter vibes. I'd have preferred a solid single-player campaign to pay homage to that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be playing yeah. sort of like you know eight people loading in a lobby. Oh, great! Yeah, brilliant. Then you fly around an asteroid field, I think that- the Death Star I think that- Trench, shooting each other, and it just be a spin-off of EA's Battlefront dogfight mode. I think that would be a shame. Yeah, you're probably right. I think that that is not enough. Uh, the the Battlefront Two mode is definitely not enough to carry its own game or warrant it either. But I had a thought of like, imagine if you're in this lobby and it's actually doubles like the Rebel base, and you're in the hangar or the Imperial Star Destroyer, and you're all just stood around like just chatting the the daily news, what you're doing as a Rebel or a, an Imperial, um, and yeah, I just think that'd be quite a, a smart way. And then, like, the siren goes off and you're all running about. You're getting up, scramble up the ladder, get into your cockpit, do all the checks. This is EA, though, so none of this is going to happen. Dude, um, but dude. That toad was meant to be licked one time last episode. So like all the big podcasters, we could trip on air, as you called it. It wasn't meant to be licked every two seconds. Okay. You've but I'm saying, law, would it, would, would it, is, wouldn't that, that be good? That would be amazing. Let me tell you now, that's not going to happen. What's going to happen? If there is a lobby, it's going to be a load of people all dressed in very similar clothes because they've either bought the same downloadable content pack as you. They're all going to be screaming at you, saying they're going to do vile things to your mother, like most online lobbies. Mm. And then it'll immediately be that it zips to you outside in the ship. There's not going to be any of this aforementioned role-playing that you want. It'd be so good to hide the load screen as you go into hyperspace where you come out of the ship and then you go into hyperspace and they do like a little bit of loading, but it's hidden as you, and then you just poof, straight out and then it's straight into the fight. I would, oh. Please. Uh, anyway, as soon as you're so excited, you get you pull your pillow up, take yourself a little rest. Always, this is, I know you're a big Batman fan, but you claim to be. Uh, so <laughs> here's this next bit of news. Always bet on Bat. It seems that parent company AT&T is eager to get out of the games business, Tom. And it's put its games publisher port- portfolio up for sale with a valuation of $4 billion. According to wow. a report by CNBC, rivals such as Take-Two, EA, Electronic, uh, Activision, Blizzard have all expressed interest in the acquisition but no deal is imminent. Some of the studios under the organization's umbrella include NetherRealm, TT Games, Avalanche, and the aforementioned, uh, with a reference to Bat, Rocksteady. Presumably any progress Mm -hmm. projects will remain unaffected. 
uh, for the time being, but given that many of the publisher's titles are based upon licensed properties, a takeover could cause headaches in the future. Apparently, yeah. T is floating the idea of a commercial licensing agreement which would allow it to continue to earn revenue of properties such as Lord of the Rings, etc. This is not boding well for what Rocksteady has been beavering away at under a rock for no. five to six years. Thoughts? Ooh. Yeah, I hope it doesn't impact sort of work in progress, especially work in progress that's probably going to get announced very soon over the oh. coming months. Who would have, th- you would have thought, I think every time a big announcement series comes up, i.e. the E3 last year or yeah. the IGN Summer of Games, you keep thinking that Rocksteady are going to say something, but they are remaining yeah. super quiet. Why? I'm trying to think how many years it's been since Arkham Knight. That was their last game, wasn't it? Like 2014? It was on the current gen, wasn't it? Yeah. But it, I think it was one of the very first wave of like proper games so 20, made, for, made for that generation. 2015 yeah. at the latest then. So that's, that's a good five years by anyone's math. Mm. I think uh, surely we'll see something by the end of the summer. Rumours are pointing to a um, like a DC universe, uh, similar to the Avengers type game we've seen, like the Justice League. Maybe Justice League, but maybe something a little less well known. Some people are saying Suicide Squad. I don't know where I want that multiple heroes thing from them. There was a rumour a while back. It was only a rumour, and it was never substantiated, but none of this has been substantiated. We don't know if they're working on a DC property at all, but yeah, there was a rumour they were different. working on a Turtles game. Yeah, I think there was that one, and then The uh, the Flash was another rumour as well. Yeah. Uh, what, whatever they do is probably going to be very good. Uh, they're certainly a talent and talented studio, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see, and hopefully it's not impacted by the uh, the news you've just read out. Well, that was a a very short news segment this week because we're doing a feature that's mainly about the hottest news this week. Uh, Did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed? Let's face it, Tom. There's a million Nintendo fans just gave up and died. Uh, Like me. Absolutely terrible. Terrible. What are they doing? Like they're blaming coronavirus that they can't, they're not putting out a direct or any news or they're just like, might struggle with some of the releases this year. It was a throwaway comment, but we're getting deep insider analysis now. Come on. I just don't understand what's the difference between... Sony are a Japanese company. Microsoft are in a country that is... Or mainly are in a country that is um, one of the highest uh, uh, infection rates of, of corona. So why... Do Nintendo feel the need to to say, oh, well, we're probably not going to be able to show a lot this year or put out maybe some of the games going to get delayed. You've got two companies that are churning out next-gen consoles within the next six months. I mean, what are they doing? As a Switch fan, this year it's just been pretty dire. I know there'll be Nintendo fanboys up in arms, but I'm not interested in Animal Crossing. What else have you got? They've got Paper Mario coming, but it just feels like they're happy because they've won the market back. They've got like the switch is still selling like hotcakes and they're just churning out that 
loads of other companies do remasters. I'm not saying it's them in particular, but this Mario rumoured remakes. I'm just sick of remakes and remasters. Give us something new, please. Um. Okay. I don't, I don't mean to beat on them too do, much. Do they, they need to worry if they're getting an attach rate of Fortnite and Minecraft on every game, every console? Why do they... Exactly. To... Like They don't need to worry. That's what I mean. It's just sad that like a lot of the fans who grew up with a lot of their IPs are, are now having to just put up with very minimal release window of... of um... Yeah, but you've grown up. You should be playing bigger boy games now. Why do you still want to play as a, a plumber that jumps around and bounces on mushrooms? Mate, Mario Odyssey is one of the funnest games I've played, and if I get a PS5, I'll be playing Astrobot on there because it's just as fun. It doesn't matter what graphically it looks like. It's, well, we'll get to Astrobot. I don't think you will be playing Astrobot, to be fair. I know it's free, but... Astrobot, uh, the camera experience is currently free on place, uh, PlayStation 4, and you've never even knew it was available to download. I don't have a camera. I don't think you necessarily need one. I didn't know that. No. Um, of she you didn't. But yeah, what I'm trying to say is, like, it, it's not about the way it looks or how mature it is. Like, I could quite happily play The Last of Us or Call of Duty and then happily play Mario. Both have different pluses. Um, and and problems with them. It's sort of like I don't know. If you enjoy them, it doesn't really matter. But that's the problem with Nintendo at the minute. They don't seem to have a lot, a lot of new stuff to offer. Well, I'm sure they. It's, uh, he wants a quick show so he can get on with his sunbathing, but then he wants to wax lyrical about Nintendo and Farmerton. What's strange? What a my, strange my man. Bad. So anyway, did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news? Let me pick some news that won't uh, stoke his ira. Uh, I don't know. Did we miss the stealth drop of the PS5? Is it actually out to buy now, sat and like in the <laughs> shops? If so, Tom, how do the collective masses get to interact with us uh, so they can get in touch and tell us that we are just absolute flaming nincompoops? Uh, you can direct messages on Instagram or Twitter, as a lot of you do. You can join us in our Discord chat, which you can follow uh, the tree links on Instagram, and uh, they'll take you to the Discord chat. Uh, there's lots of like-minded gamers there uh, who are fans of all platforms. And also, you can email us at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. You also forgot our third wheel, Tom, the streaming service that we offer on YouTube. Mm. This this show is now putting out more content, has put out more content than all of Game of Thrones, all of The Walking Dead. Unbelievable. It's the animal <sighs> that just doesn't stop giving presents, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Let's get to the feature. The reason why, let's hope, most of them turned up. I want to find out your opinion uh, on the PS5 reveal. Uh, so the dust has settled, the smoke has cleared, the PS5 reveal and game showcase is now in our hands. The show, which lasted a little over an hour, showcased a bunch of next-gen games and gave us the very first look at the console itself. And just going by the broadcast that me and Tom watched on YouTube, it was immediately clear that a lot of people were tuning into this thing. But the actual stats beg a belief. According to eSports charts, the PS5 reveal event 
broadcast peaked at over 7 million views, which is which is pretty good going, to be fair. That includes all the official streams, as well as the streamers that streamed it, and then the people who watched along uh, with those audiences. The average av- uh, viewership across the entire broadcast, which includes the four-hour wait, was the start, and that was around 4 million. Crazy numbers. Madness. Madness. Yes. The hardware reveal itself has gone viral. The PS5 console reveal trailer currently has 15 million views, uh, complete with... uh, at the point of this morning, Tom, 899,000 likes and only 33,000 dislikes. That's uh, pretty solid evidence, really. I'm sure there's a few sort of angry people out there that will dislike it for whatever reason. Um, but the overwhelming majority of likes, probably quite significant. The individual videos uploaded to YouTube after the fact have also performed well. Horizon Forbidden West's announcement trailer. That's probably well over 3 million views by now. Demon Souls, well over a million. Gran Turismo and Ratchet Clank, are well over 1.5 million. And Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, leads the pack with a whopping 5 million. How does that make you feel? Very excited. May I sat down um, at 9 o'clock on Thursday night, it was. Did you did uh, your cleaner and housekeeper bring you a, a cup of chamomile tea to enjoy the uh, unfolding they events did. with? They did. Yeah. How's your Fine. isolation in New York going at the moment? We don't do law. I'll move on. Not allowed to do law. That's season two law. Why did you okay. not read the memo? You were a blithering halfway. I'll call you out on air. Unbelievable. It, it it's just very hot here and. NYC. You are losing. Lose, you lose are track caught. of the days. I lose track of the days. I'm sure the consistency of a one man show at this point probably. Oh my goodness. Paulina, right. Paulina doesn't keep me up to date with the out, ongoings of the outside world. Either. Is she your new housekeeper? Yes, Puerto Rican. What happened to Limpo? Gone. All right. You're getting Sacked. through them at a rate of knots, aren't you? Paulina, you better write that one down. Accused me of of all sorts of things. So, Paulina did all Limpo accused you. Limpo. Oh, you do treat people like property, Tom. I know how that feels. So uh, mm. yeah, it's pretty brutal. Mm. To be fair, let's let's rest that anyway and tear straight in. You uh, you're a very strange man. Let's tear straight in to what was actually shown. Uh, here's the games, as far as we can work out, that were shown on the evening. Astro's Playroom, Bug Snacks, Deathloop, Demon Souls, Destruction All-Stars, Ghostwire Tokyo, Godfall, Goodbye Volcano High, Grand Theft Auto 5, Grand Turismo 7, Hitman 3, Horizon Forbidden West, Jet to the Far Shore, Kena, Bride of Spirits, Little Devil Inside, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, NBA 2K21, Odd War, Old World, Soulstorm, Pragmata, Project Athia, Resident Evil Village, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Returnal, Sackboy Big Adventure, Solar Ash, and Stray. Um, do you want to talk about any of those? What I would say about Astro's Playroom is I think that's yeah. going to be um, just a very the- quick tutorial and explaining and or showcasing the features of the DualSense 5. Yeah, that's what I heard. 
apparently there's uh, four worlds you can go to or whatever they want to call them. Uh, yeah. Some are based. Some are based on nostalgic PlayStation. I see one where um, it's like in the load up screen of the PlayStation Two. I think. Yeah. You know, where everything whirls together with the lights at the start. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's. Um, I, when I saw that, it did remind me of Mario Odyssey, um, but like the sort of three D platforming and the way you move and interact and the abilities he has. Uh, I think. To, I was unaware that it was actually bundled with the console, which I think is fantastic. Um, that's a nice that's little... one was as well. I mean, that Astro Bots took on a little life of its own, really, after being in the PSVR I, demo disc. Yeah, I, I'd love obviously for people if you're gonna if they're gonna do a VR two for him to get another full blown game on there. But I'd also love to see a full blown just three D platformer, maybe an expansion of of this demo we're gonna get. Or small game we're going to get with the with the console. The other one um, I'll talk about, try and talk about in a little bit of order is um, when the stream started, and I was sort of thinking, oh, what's going to be the first developer to what? What they're going to show first? And the Rockstar logo popped up. I think probably seven million people held their breath for what they're about to see, and then disappointingly, we saw Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm. And I know it's still got a massive, massive user base and it's very smart business-wise to um, get those deals of like, you're going to get GTA Online free if you own if you have PlayStation Plus membership, which is good. Um, I think I'd, I'd probably double back on that again if they're giving it away for free. It's, this expanded and enhanced edition, they're, they're talking like this is single player. Uh, and it's going to be coming in 2021, so I don't really know what else they can do. Because obviously when we had the leap from uh, 360 to um, Xbox One X and, and PS3 to PS4, the game got released on the next gen with a first-person mode. So I don't see what else they can do. I mean, yeah, it massively improved the graphics and animations of it, I suppose, with the new technology of the of the next generation consoles. But are they going to add some story content? What I'd like to see is probably then take all the online stuff you can do. So like the Formula One car racing, all the extra vehicles, the casinos, all those things have added in. I'd love to see in the single player because it would just just make that game have so much more content done quite easily because it's already there it just needs to be implemented into a story uh, but that, that that would be great if you could play through it again but have all those uh interesting fun sort of side missions mm. what are your thoughts on gta 5 on uh i think it's a, a shrewd it way of locking well i'll give you my thoughts on what what I thought with the reveal, I like you and probably seven million others saw the Rockstar logo and was like, "No way!" Yeah. And then we saw PS4 in the top left-hand corner and the Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, yeah, gameplay. And I was like, "Was well, this going to show us how much it's changed?" Uh, mm. You know. And then nothing really. It was a bit of a troll, but you know, based on the rest of the video, I let them off. I think it's a yeah. smart move. You know, it goes without saying that every single week, if you check the top 10 selling games, it's bizarrely a game that pioneered on last gen's console is in the top five week in, week out. It's Grand Theft Auto mm. V. It's still outselling games that have come out this week, last month. You know, and 
that beggars belief, and that must all be for the online. It really must. Yeah. So definitely. to say to all the people that are, and, and don't forget, there's a lot of kids that have finally got to a certain age where they can convince their parents to let them get Grand Theft Auto Online. We don't quite realize the buzz that's attached to it if you've never been able to play it. So let's say your birthday comes around, you ask for a PlayStation 4, okay, finally, they're going to let you have it, Pro or Xbox One X or whatever it is, and then they let you have Grand Theft Auto 5 as well. You're going to kick yeah. the wheels off it. There's swores in it, there's illegals in it, there's all sorts of crazy action in there. Um, so to say to that audience that sit across two console generations and two console leads as well in Microsoft and Sony, come over here, come early to PlayStation now, get your, not PlayStation now, but come over to our ecosystem now, get the online purport, uh, portion for free, get a million credits a month for use in online from now until the day this launches on PS5. Um, intelligent marketing and probably someone who understands their hidden audience better than we do. Yeah, uh, certainly. It was, it was strange to probably put it front and centre, but like you say, we probably don't know the impact it actually has on um, sales of a console and, and um, online, subscri- on, online subscriptions, uh, definitely. They uh, probably know, because they've got the stats behind the scenes that we don't have. But more yeah. people are probably online playing Grand Theft Auto Five than you can possibly imagine. I mean, yeah, they're not going to probably get to PlayStation Two levels of console sold, but they're not a million miles away. So that's no. a big audience. PlayStation Two didn't have online. That's people paying fifty pound or maybe more if it's quarterly or monthly to get online with the console. That's yeah. where the money's been made this time round. Mm. Um, so to hardwire them in and move that user base, that foundation seamlessly over to PlayStation 5. Uh, yeah, again, good. it's probably easy to say, oh, oh, really, that game's dead. It's been milked more than Skyrim. What are they thinking? But if the stats behind it and all the shark card purchases, which obviously PlayStation get a money off, uh, I should say that's been a stealth moneymaker. I mean, it's not stealth because it raises its periscope in every single MPD chart that you see. But, uh, yeah, shrewd. Um, just looking down the list, uh, Demon's Souls remake looked really nice. I've never yeah, played well, that. I've got some... Uh, I've got do, some you want, in- do you want to... I've got yeah, some info sure. on that. So uh, Demon's Souls PlayStation 5 remake is officially a thing. Announced during Sony's PS5 Games Reveal event last night, it blew our socks off and with an announcement trailer. Uh, we don't know when we'll get our hands on it just yet, but Blue Point Games' latest project will give us the option of prioritizing either the game's visuals or frame rate. Uh, as detailed on PlayStation's blog post, Demon Souls will offer two different graphical modes. One will focus on fidelity and the other on frame rate. The article doesn't state what frame rates would be on offer, but we have to assume that the game will offer 60 frames per second, and you sh- if, should you opt for that mode. Meanwhile, the option focused on game on graphics will probably run at 30. That's just me and Tom spitballing, although it makes sense for this sort of project, Tom. So that's the Demon's Souls remake facts as we see them. Um, you excited for that? I mean, it looked incredible in the trailer. 
Yeah, I've seen some, uh, what was even more impressive was I looked at some high-res screenshots. I think they were over on Pushware and uh, they they look phenomenal, especially when stacked against the old one. I've never played Demon Souls. I've played the other Souls games and Bloodborne, Sekiro, most from software games. So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, uh, Blue Point are pretty good at a remake, as we've seen with Shadow of Colossus. Um, yeah. And uh, what was well, the other one they did? Well, this has been rumoured that they're working on this. They've, they've hinted themselves that they're working on it. it it's been sort of out. Yeah, it went circles for a while. This is what they're on, so it's good that the the covers are finally pulled off and people can talk about it. Yeah, it was one of the titles at the show that really sort of showcased, hopefully, how much of an improvement this is going to be for next gen. Uh, with the, especially with the how detailed the world was in, in what we saw. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. I'd, what I'll say is, we didn't really get. And I think this will probably come later in the summer. It's like a a proper launch lineup and a launch date for the console. Um, so it, it's going to be difficult looking at all these games to get excited about a particular one. Well, one game me, that I think is going to be a launch game is Spider-Man. Yeah, we, we've got a rough date of winter 2020, haven't we, for that? So you'd like to think it'll either come with on launch or within a couple of months of it you'd you'd like to think anyway well so, on, um, on the note with spider-man obviously i saw that and you know i thought it looked great you know i was a big fan of the first one platinum that thought it was a got all the dlc and finished all that and uh, it transpires sony europe boss simon rutter made it sound like spider-man miles morales would be an expansion included in some kind of marvel spider-man ps5 remaster However, this isn't at all the case. Uh, according to trusted Bloomberg journalist and all-round good guy Jason Schreier, Spider-Man Morales is not an expansion or enhancement or remaster, despite a Sony executive comments this morning, he tells Bloomberg News, nor is it Spider-Man 2. It's a brand-new, standalone game, similar in scope to Uncharted Lost Legacy, Schreier writes uh, on Twitter. So that's, uh, that's good news, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think there was a lot of confusion at the start and it was probably executed quite poorly on them coming out and just making a right hash of saying what it actually was. I mean, to see that very early on in the presentation, that really set the bar pretty high and it, it looked phenomenal. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a Christmas sort of setting with the very brief glimpses we saw of the city, so it'd be similar I guess they'll reskin the city with a sort of Christmas uh, snow vibe going on, which will be nice. Um, yeah. I, I I really like Miles as a character. I think in um, Into the Spider Verse was was a good film. Uh, I think he's an interesting take on. What did you think him of him in the PlayStation game, though? Yeah, I thought he was good. I think the the way they did his backstory was quite smart. Uh, the 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 gameplay as in was a bit bland because it was just sort of sneaking round and it wasn't, you're suddenly going from high flying, fist fighting Peter Parker to just a few very basic stealth areas, which kind of slowed the pace for me a bit. But I, I see why they were there because I knew who he was and I knew who he was going to become. Um, but for probably well, people spoilers, did, do you not actually become him? You, you do actually lead off the game 
the one player game with he, really handing the almost passing the torch so to speak do you not so yeah there's, there's a brief cut scene at the end isn't there of Spider-Man 1 um, spoilers again it's between Peter Parker and Mars and he's like learning to he's saying what's wrong with me blah 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 and then Peter sort of shows that he can do it as well I think I yeah. might be getting this all a little bit wrong I might be thinking of the film but no 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 yeah uh, and then, yeah, the, the, it clearly, I feel like this Miles Morales game will be a standalone game in similar size to Uncharted Lost Legacies being thrown around a lot as a size comparison. Uh, I think it will act as like a Spider-Man 1.5 and then we'll get the full sequel because they can just carry this on a little bit and have Miles become a bit more uh, familiar to a lot of people and then they can incorporate him into the sequel quite a lot. Maybe have you play in 50-50 as Peter and Miles, or maybe even choose to play the campaign through as either. So you've got some really good value there of, of playing as two we, different characters. We definitely need more from that, Peter. Because, you know, that game... Oh, he's great, yeah. yeah. It yeah. felt like a he's, movie, better than a movie. Yeah. It was like the best yeah. rendition of Spider-Man <laughs> in any media ever. It was absolutely flawless, I thought, from start yeah, to finish. Uh, a lot of my friends have said, uh, I hope they don't ditch Peter because he is actually one of the best Peter Parkers has been, uh, which I, I'd agree. I've seen most of Spider-Man films and cartoons over the years. Um, but yeah, I think he's really good. So yeah, okay. so that was a nice surprise very early on in the show. So Well, the next one out the gates that I think we saw um, from memory was uh, Gran Turismo 7. Um Coming to PlayStation 5 at some point, currently unspecified, and when it does, it looks like the real driving simulator will be making full use of the next-gen features Sony's console's got to offer. It will support 3D audio, which we're sure will sound excellent through the use of the PS5's new wireless headset and the haptic feedback. The PlayStation blog claims that the latter feature brings to life what it's like when tyres hit the road. The 3D audio will allow you to position other races on the sort of sense, the position of the other cars on track, rather than having to look into your mirrors every few seconds. Of course, we'll have to see how this plays out uh, in our homes, but it certainly makes promising, promising reading. Um, Tom, are you excited about Gran Turismo 7? I was excited when I saw that classic menu that aped really Gran Turismo 4, which to this point is my favourite version of the game that we've had. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Absolutely fine. Cool. Um, Yeah, it was nice to see that, well, that menu, and it looks like it's going to go back uh, to a, a full-fledged experience over the GT uh, Gran Turismo Sport that they released. I think... Uh, when Gran Turismo Sport has finished with all its updates, to be fair... It's, it's still a big game, yeah. Yeah, it's got loads of one-player content in it, licenses and uh, single-player races you can do. Um, yeah, it's not a skinny game. Anyone who thinks that's no. just a light version of GT is wrong, and I would say it's, it's very sim-heavy. When you start playing that in the online portion, doing the daily races or the FIA campaigns, it's uh, oof. If GT Seven comes and incorporates all of that plus all of the classic elements, I think it's going to be an absolute win. Yeah, I mean, I I played uh, Gran Turismo two, three, and four. I think I didn't play much of two. Um, I think they are. They are very simulation heavy compared. Like, I absolutely love 
Forza Horizon series on Xbox, and I really do miss being able to play that. I don't know whether I'm going to get Gran Turismo Seven straight off the bat, especially if it's if it's is a, a sort of in that launch window, and there's a few others that are competing against it. I do, don't get me wrong. Based on Gran up. Turismo, dude, we're not going to see this for like another six years or something ridiculous. Are we? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, it looked looked pretty polished, but then are we just seeing a small part of it that they've just got ready for the for the show? It's hard Who to knows? know, isn't it? It's hard to know. But I'm pleased for for fans of the series because that's been a long time coming, hasn't it? And, I think the most exciting thing would be the haptic feedback and that 3D audio. Now, I listened to the presentation on a surround sound system. Now, this sounds this surround sound system predates Jesus. It's 5.1. Um, but that presentation and the game audio that we heard made it absolutely sing, Tom. It was yeah. literally singing. How did you listen to the presentation? I had my um, surround sound headset on. It was really good. Very impressive. Even like the 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 weird sort of whatever the the visual thing they were doing between each game was very uh, well sort of orchestrated in its audio. Yeah, definitely. And the way the way it came through the headphones or, or through your speakers. So yeah, that's it. that's something to look forward to. Uh, quite, I think they'll be able to utilize that in a lot of games, really. Maybe some, especially things like, uh, uh, well, we might not see another Metal Gear Solid one day, but maybe a stealth game, having various noises in little, tiny little movements or a horror game. But speaking of horror games, we did get a look at Resident Evil Village or yes. Resident Evil 8. Oh, the, they've put out a press release, Tom. Producers... Tissio Canada and Pete Fabiano have gone on to explain how the title is optimised for the next gen of consoles. It takes a more action-orientated approach. Uh, Fabiano says we were able to take all that we had learned from those titles along with our internal development efforts and optimise the latest version of the RE engine for the next generation of consoles. Uh, Kanda adds, with the combined power of next gen and the RE engine, we can take our developer visions to new heights. Once again, we're planning a fresh take on survival horror, this time upping the ante on action a bit. The pair then go on to explain that Resident Evil Village will feature realistic graphics, immersive audio, and will not dabble, not one little bit, friend, in load times. The eighth installment is set a few years after Resident Evil 7 Biohazard and brings back protagonist Ethan Winters. Interesting. Oh, now I feel I have to play the first, uh, not the first one, but uh, now I need to play seven because I didn't realise that was the uh, the, the protagonist mm-hmm. from, from from that. And I've heard good things about seven. And it's always a really good price. Right, I uh, I got it. Not I got it around the same time as I think it came with the PSVR support, didn't it? And I got it thinking, oh, yeah, 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 I'll play it in VR. It scared the living <laughs> wits out of me. And yeah. uh, it kind of put me off because it was too intense. What I need to do is go back and just smash through that. Um, I'm not that bothered about horror games, to be fair. Smash through that as, a, as just a flat screen version, not VR, and get, yeah. just get that put to bed because I, like you, you know, what I played in VR, I really enjoyed um, some of the locomotion well, my, was a bit stilted, but you yeah, know. my brother's played and finished it in normal sort of screen mode and uh, said it was really enjoyable. Uh, so yeah, I, th- I think I'll probably knowing now 
uh, and because I really like the look of this new one. I love the setting. I'll agree in, with some of the comments in our Discord chat this week that should they have ended the Resident Evil series sooner and had this as like a different spin-off or are they sticking that Resident Evil name on it? Because I feel like there's so much they could do with some of these horror settings that they... It's sad that a lot of them always come down to like Umbrella involved somehow. And I just, yeah, I feel like they've got such talented um, artists. I think think you and the Discord are just overthinking it. It's a Resident Evil game. Accept it for what it is. Yeah, I just... I mean, dude, it, it... it's a, it, it's a game about zombies. Yeah, but they have this whole, the whole parasite thing in, uh, that was in 4, and I think the story gets complicated or overly complicated the longer a series goes on, and it, it might have been wise to have a fresh start at some point. Maybe, like, I think 7 was a very big departure with the first person they brought in, and obviously this looks like it's going to continue that, but... Just going back to the the village setting, where would you say that is? To me, the farmer with shotgun would say Scotland or North England, but the castle looks more Transylvania. Oh, it looks uh, very Eastern much, Europe. Yeah, to me, I get the vibe of it being sort of almost a, a retread of four. Yeah, maybe we don't know whether it could be a a sort of follow-on of sorts but yeah i guess we'll see we will please with that one um what else else forgot um well based on my legacy with the playstation brand i should be trading everything i own as you quite right out for destruction all stars a playstation (laughs) 5 and a demo disc much as i traded my whole nintendo collection for my youth my young childhood collection of nintendo uh for a PlayStation 1 and Destruction Derby. Destruction All-Stars, Tom, looks to be a big online play for PS5. Developed by X Bizarre Creations. We're a big fan of theirs. Staffers at Lucid Games. The title appears to depict a kind of future sport where colourful characters compete on both foot and behind the wheel. Now, you being such a rabid and almost boring fanboy of Overwatch, you'd think you'd be all over that. I thought... When I first saw it, I was like, what is this? Is this like some kind of rollerball or something like that? And then I saw it, and then I saw the the name. Obviously, it has that Destruction Derby element to it. But I think this looked really, really good fun. I think the trailer was well presented as well. It was punchy, like nice sort of music to go along with it. It's very colourful. It reminded me a bit of Robot Wars as well, in a way, with like some of the um, vehicle upgrades you can get about sort of cutting them in half and crushing them and various things. The on-foot thing sounds very strange, though. I don't quite know how I that's going to work. See how, I didn't quite know. I mean, Bizarre Creations, obviously, I love them because they made the Formula One games on the original PlayStation. Then they came over to Sega and made Metropolis Street Racer, and then they migrated from there to... Uh, Microsoft, and they made the pseudo-sequels to that series. They made the Gotham series. They also Mm -hmm. made that uh, shooting game. Was it called The Club? Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, I do. Um, And this, they also made, I don't know if it was Lucid Games, but I think they also made that game Blur. I think that was as bizarre, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, Which, again, was a, 
a similar online experience to this. That didn't sell well. To be fair, I don't think they've done a game that sold well since the last PGR they did with obviously Microsoft's weight behind it on advertising and online support. That's a shame because I I think they've got a lot of talent in that studio. And um, with this looking like a a very online multiplayer game. I'm slightly concerned it's almost like a game that's been developed through a spreadsheet. Like what's hot? Big colourful characters in Fortnite, big <laughs> characters in Overwatch. What else is hot? Rocket League. Right. So the Exile spreadsheet yeah. says an online game with big colourful characters and car stunts could be a hit. Yeah, make it. Oh, we've come up with Destruction All Stars. That's my only concern. Is it a game that's driven so f- hard by an Excel spreadsheet into a what they feel is a subsection of a community? Um that it's actually forgotten what it needs to be to be a good game. It needs to be driven by passion by the staff at Lucid Games. Yeah, I think more the, the biggest problem with a lot of these online games is the fact that they have got to enter such a competitive market. Like online games get very much, and I'll I'll admit to this, you get in your bubble of like what games you play. You might play two or three online games, and and you and you you play that with friends. So when one of you wants to take the plunge and like, oh, we should try this, everyone's got to go in. Otherwise, because if one or two of you do it, it's just like, oh, no one else has jumped on the bandwagon, and it's it must be a really tough nut to crack for for a new entry, especially a new IP as well. So I think they've got that against them. But overall, I think it looks good. I agree with your comments about it does look a bit of a mishmash of of what's hot at the minute. But I hope it does well. I think it, like I say, it looks great. Uh, Another game that caught our eye, Returnal. Housemark, the development studio, has been itching to do something different for a time. Builders are crossed between a roguelike and a third-person shooter. The hook of this game, Tom, is that the title changes each time you die. Yeah, this is very cool. Um, this is the one with the woman uh, traveling through space, isn't it? And she lands and she has to survive. And it's yeah. just like the, the constant loop of... Um, the planet being landing. different each yeah. time, almost yeah. like the gameplay being different each time. So, mm. yeah, that piqued my interest. It's something very different for them. Some of the other games, I think uh, Godfall didn't really... I've seen so much of that now, and I'll be honest with you, I'm not that interested. Goodbye Volcano High seems to be appealing to the Life is Strange community. I said to someone yesterday, it looks like a cross between uh, Planet of the Dinosaurs and Gem and the Holograms, that 80s cartoon, uh, if you remember mm-hmm. what that is. Um, Hitman 3 looked quite interesting, did it not? Uh, I, I wasn't mm, quite I've sure. I've never been into them, so I can't really say right. on that one. Okay. Sorry. The, the graphics certainly piqued my interest. It was uh, it was hard to know really what that game was at first. There was a few that sort of played yeah. that card, wasn't it, where it was like, I could be this, but I could be something else. Um, Horizon Forbidden West uh, obviously that, that was probably after Spider-Man one of the biggest reveals no, it, it, yeah it, that, I, th- I feel like Spider-Man and um, Horizon kind of bookended it, the, the show Horizon just looked 
absolutely phenomenal. There were a lot if of cut looked- scene in there, but there were scenes of what I would call gameplay, and it almost looked looked the bit too where she- real. Where she's on yeah, a, the, when she's on one of the right striders or whatever they're called, and the cameras pan back, and you could see like a building with trees on it and vines on it, yeah. and other bits and bobs. Obviously, as soon as they finished Horizon and the DLC, they immediately switched to this. This game's been in development for quite some time already. I um, think we could see that winter next year. I think yeah. that'll be that big game. One of the other year. surprises of the reveal was Odd World Soul Storm. Yeah, good. That- came from nowhere didn't it yeah. it looks very much to be homage to the classic titles i.e it's a, a I like the fact 5d that... platform game with sort of almost strategy elements to it i like the fact that you've got to get the like his species like a number of them maybe like 50 through a level each time and yeah um, you can obviously do very well or very poor based on how many of them you get through um I like the look of that little devil inside, a little indie game. That looked yeah. really interesting. Um, yeah. The comedy, the trailer was playing it for laughs, but I thought that it yeah, was... Yeah, uh, there, there was a comparison there of like an old guy and a young guy, like the young guys out doing all the battling and adventuring, and then the, the old guy is just... I wonder how that's going to play out. Is that him in retirement, reliving his past glories, or who knows? Um Kenner Bridges Spirits as well was another one that caught my eye. Um, the team who put that together uh, produced a, a Majora's Mask CGI video quite a few years ago. I remember my brother sending it to me. He's like, you seen this? And I was like, it looked phenomenal. So I think they're artistically very talented people. I don't know whether the gameplay will sort of stand up. You said you had sort of Pikmin vibes going from it. Which yeah, I, it looked to I, be I, like a... Second, a Zelda cross Pikmin vibe, didn't it? Like you had yeah, to... Yeah, getting the creatures to, to do stuff for you. Yeah, and gather up the creatures as you mm. go through. It seemed to have that, that yeah. sort of style to it. NBA 2K21 looked impressive, but it, you yeah. know, it always does, doesn't it? No matter what console generation we've had, you always look to a basketball game to really show you what it can do as far as triangle crunching or polygon crunching can do. Um, yeah. Ratchet and Clank uh, Dan- Rift Apart, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. That looked fantastic. I love that idea of, of like, very seamless as well, opening a rift and then going through into a completely different world. Like, no loading, to be just straight play. through. Well, you say there was no loading. There was a couple of times where it hitched, if you notice. Well, yeah, but... No, but what I'm saying is that yeah, means yeah, what there. we saw was real. Yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. Which, which plays more to the strengths of, like, my crikey, you know, that... I mean, I don't... Like the first part of it, we saw where there was a constant flick through the rifts, which I think is probably going to form like a tutorial part with like maybe um, just showing us the different rifts you can... All the different mechanics and stuff as well, yeah. But what we actually saw towards the end of the gameplay was where they were using the rift to sort of fast warp warp across to an area or snap two bits of scenery Mm. together which is, again, yeah. there's going to be different mechanics at play there and all, almost a hint of like an alternate reality um, ratchet as well. Did you notice yeah, the there was, yeah. at the end and she was like, yeah. who? So that was, uh, again, That's that would be nice. That would be interesting. I, th- I feel like that has probably got the highest potential out of most of these to be a launch title. Yeah, agree. I don't know. I th- it looks the most finished and the most 
furthest along. It's a bit hard to tell with some of the trailers. I think but that yeah. uh, Marvel Spider Man, uh, Ratchet and Clank, um, they're definitely going to be their day one, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, we've still got some third party stuff, obviously, that we're going to see over. I think there's something on tonight, um, a gaming event that was postponed from last Saturday, uh, which is on this evening. So, yeah, we're going to have some great. One, one thing that intrigued me, well. and actually probably is my most sort of. There's a, there's a few titles that I'm looking forward to, but that one that came completely out of left field, Stray, where seemingly you control a cat. I thought that yeah. looked like that, that, you know, in time, that they, looked unreal. Yeah. I like the robot design as well. They look like they've got like big old 80s Apple Max as heads with like the green screen in the face. Yeah. Which agreed. I thought was very cool. Yeah. Um, I also thought the Capcom game Pragmata looked quite interesting. A bit of a Death Stranding vibe there. I thought when it first. When it first started, yeah. I thought, is that the Death Stranding Spaceman? No way. Yeah, I thought that, yeah. Uh, but seemingly not. Uh, that was a bit of a shame, in- I suppose. It still looks interesting. Uh, yeah. I was a little bit perturbed by the um, female, the, the small girl's hair. It looked very PlayStation 3 tech demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, maybe it's quite early on. We just don't know, do we? Um, well, very def- early on, because that was... When did it say that was launching? 2022 or something daft? Oh, yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's quite, yeah. Yeah. One was very far away. I think it was that. Uh, Deathloop, this one I actually really enjoyed. The, the trailer gave me vibes of um, a film called Hard Target with John claude Van Damme, which will be my VHS. Um, wow. Where basically like old war veterans are hunted for fun. Um and it's that idea, but it seems like there's an actual death loop. So when you die, you start the loop again, and there's other assassins involved in the game. I just thought the the gameplay looked very slick and fast paced, and nice. It gave me uh, thirteen yeah. vibes. Do you remember that game? That's, yeah, uh, relaunching yeah, yeah. for Switch actually, and I think yeah. other uh, Xbox and PS5. Yeah. Um, but it was sort of a Cube, Xbox, and I think even PlayStation Two game. Yeah, uh, it was. It felt like that, didn't it? I was, I was a bit unsure. Again, these are very early first looks, and we'll find out more. Sony themselves say they've got plenty more to reveal. Let's get to the console and its accessories yeah. itself, Tom. Yeah. Big question out there. Can the console lie down? Sony might have led with a vertical arrangement for the PS5 reveal, but don't fret. You can place your PS5 horizontally, as with all previous PlayStation consoles. Sony's confirmed that uh, with a couple of images it's put out. Uh, some news from outside of the reveal, Tom. Backwards compatibility. Extensive testing needs to be carried out in order to ensure that current-gen software runs correctly on next-gen hardware. And Sony's still in the process of setting up over 4,000 PS4 titles for use on PS5. Uh, we said that the PS5 has been designed to play PS4 games. We're going through the process with the publishers and developers, trying that rather exhaustive library of over 4,000 games. We're happy with the progress that's made. Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan tells, uh, told CNET, PS4 games will benefit from increased frame rates, higher resolutions on the next-gen oh, console. So over 4,000 PS4 games now confirmed backwards compatibility. That at least will give you something to play when you finish with all your flashy next-gen titles. Um, I think um, if, if the launch games aren't that strong, which we don't know yet, You've got some big hits still from this year. Um, Doom Eternal, 
Last of Us, um, Ghost of Tsushima, both still to come. Mm-hmm. There's there's going to be some good stuff on there uh, that if if you can't afford them at the minute or you've got a big backlog uh, come PS5 launch, you might think, you know what, I'll pick that up as well because it's going to run slightly better. Um, and I've never played it. So, yeah, nice to have the option there. Yeah, and the design and the reveal at the end of the show, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I thought it looked incredible. I know that some people say, oh, it's, it's, it's pony or it's it's massive, but I just think that for the first time, possibly since the 360 came out, uh, there's a console there that's booked all trends and, you know, looks great. I mean, I like the... Mm. I like the waste of it. I like uh, what Sony are referring to in some circles as the popped collar. Um, I like the cutout at the back. I like the detail on the inside of the white plastic of the almost eggshell finish to it. I don't know whether that's... Yeah, I did notice that. In the I show. don't know whether that's uh, some sort of airflow circulation thing. If you have a rough surface, obviously it tur- turbulence the air a little bit more. Uh, so whether that's some sort of feature that means that the air is coming in disturbed and therefore you know more able to help cool the console because they're talking about some very innovative innovative cooling techniques it's the boldest and strangest console that sony's ever cooked up but it's certainly memorable uh, remember you'll be able to purchase the next gen system with or without a 4k blue drive blu-ray drive uh, whichever you prefer we might already know that the PS5 has been designed with an innovative new cooling system in mind, and Sony has reiterated that it's done a lot to make the next-gen system as quiet as possible. In an interview with The Guardian, Tom, Sony Europe boss Simon Rutter says a great deal of effort has gone into making sure that the PS5 is less noisy than the PS4. Uh, I just want to pause there for a moment and say, I've got a pro. And I had been playing a lot over the lockdown period. I've been playing quite famously on here, the Assassin's Creed series on the um, PS3 mm-hmm. and had no console noise. I then went switched over to PS4 to play um, Assassin's Creed Liberty and the console sounded like it was going to take off. And I was like, I do not remember this. <laughs> anyway, I unplugged it, pulled the lid off and it was filthy in there. And I try and keep my electronics clean. Um, but it's amazing how much time passes. I cleaned it out, and the same game that made it sound like, well, very loud, I'm not even going to beat around the bush here, all of a sudden it never broke in again. It was whisper quiet. So, Wow. Um, and that was I on rec- the PS4? Yeah, PS4 Pro. I recommend anybody takes their console lid off, which Sony's made it able to do, and take the time to clean out all the dust in there, get some cotton buds and clean the fan blades, and you'll notice that the console's noise almost disappears. So I think the same could be leveled at any of these next-gen consoles. Oh, it sounds very loud. Take the time to take it apart and give it a good clean out. Put the evidence up on the Discord and show us how dirty the inside of your console got. (laughs) Because I think some of you will be shocked because I felt like I've not that long cleaned it. But when I opened it up, I realized, I started thinking, well, when was it? Was it like 18 months ago? Was it two years Hash- ago? Hashtag Stingray's Dirty Closet. Wow. Boom. Okay. Um, well, so next yeah. week we'll go through a list of people's, <laughs> we'll go through loads of pictures of people's consoles all dirty and we'll talk about it. I'm looking forward to that. It's a great. You would. You would. That's a great new idea that you've come up with. Uh, anyway, let's continue. <laughs> 
as many of you know, the PS4 can be pretty pretty loud at times, largely depending on the age and usage rate of the console. Older systems can sound like jet engines when playing. Again, I recommend you clean them out. Uh, but um, you are avoiding that warranty, though, aren't you? No, you're Can not. No, that? you're not. If you take the, you're allowed to take the lid off to clean the fan. Yes, you are. Okay, that's cool. No, I just want to avoid the warranty sure we're not. in any way, shape, or form. I can't speak for Xbox, but I do believe that the Xbox One is able to be took apart to clean the fan as well. Um, Very good. The PS5 is our sincere hope that the fan lo- uh, fan loud noise is a thing of the past. Uh, launch Sony says there'll be two versions: the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive version and the digital edition without a tray or without a drive. The PS5 gameplay experience will be the same, so it's a choice is all yours. There'll be slight differences in the look of each model for the overall design, but uh, I think I think Tom to say this is unlike any. It's a design idea and ethos. Is unlike any previous PlayStation we've seen before ever. Yeah, definitely. What do you think about the the tray ver- the disc version and the discless version? What's your thoughts on that? I think it's probably nice to give people the option of clearly the digital one. You would think would be cheaper. Um, so yeah, I annoyingly that makes me worried of how much extra the the uh, the 4K Blu-ray disc tray one's going to be. Mm. But it's nice to have the options for people. Myself, I'd rather have the physical discs and also I can watch my Blu-ray movies on it. But there's a lot of people who just live um, w- without that. They just have digital everything. They stream all their films, they stream all their music, they stream all their video games. So, yeah, a wise move, both bases covered. It kind uh, of um, it makes sense for Sony to maybe want to. I think they're going to take a big hit on that digital edition because a drive, a Blu-ray drive, is somewhere between twenty and thirty uh, GBP to buy that would go into something like a PlayStation console. So to make sh- if there was a difference of either twenty or thirty pounds between a digital edition and a disc ray version, I don't think you're yeah. going to get the traction. So I think that they're probably going to either put inflate the price of the disc version or take a massive hit on the discless version to try and differentiate a price between the two. If you go for the digital edition, you are locked into Sony's ecosystem big time. If you go with the discless version, you can always trade out of the situation and go into another console manufacturer or Come the day, let's say for you instance, where the PlayStation 6, if such a thing comes out, you could could trade out of your PlayStation 5 collection and into a PlayStation 6. With the digital edition, your purchases are locked behind a paywall and you can't can't extract or leverage any form of trade-in value out of that. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to think when we load up our PlayStation 4, information and all our can we are we going to be able to transfer our data and all our downloads over to the ps5 you'd, you'd like to think so you but in, in terms of physical trading and stuff to to make sure you can get that new console or or swap over to a, a different company it's a good point it, you're not going to have that option with a digital only so 
Well, yeah, plenty for think people to think about with that on on the. They the also route to um, released or showed a, a whole gaggle of accessories, Tom. Uh, if you're planning on getting the PlayStation Five with the disc drive, you'd probably be quite interested in getting that cool-looking remote. One would imagine. Yeah. Um, seemingly set to launch along the side the system later this year. There's the that cute little camera, uh, dual 1080p Attacker lenses, camera. yeah, which will yeah. allow you to broadcast yourself uh, alongside your epic gameplay moments, as Sony say. It's got a clasp shell which you can utilize to attach to your TV. And it's much smaller than the PlayStation camera. One thing I'd say about that, Tom, is that's a cracking idea because I've got the yeah, PS4 camera yeah, yeah. and I had to buy like a four gamers, but it was an officially licensed uh, TV grip for it. Now, the yeah. Sony Bravia range has got like a, a ridge along the back of it that was ex- put in specifically for this mm. mount and the uh. PlayStation 4 camera. And it looks to me like this clasp shell, which it unfolds around the back. So if you have it just sat on desktop mode, it's the taco style, as you call it. But if you have it on top of your TV, it's form factor gets even smaller. And that back shell actually rotates around and clips into the back of the ridge on a Sony Bravia TV. That's Uh, cool. I can't speak for other TVs, whether they've got a ridge there, but uh, it certainly makes the integration easier and also hints i would say out the gates at playstation vr compatibility yeah definitely um i think streaming is going to become more and more popular as well uh and making that easy for everyone is is a big thing and and will sway uh buyers uh to to go for that to go for that console yeah so, um, yeah, it's good Good to see. They also showed that media remote I mentioned earlier. It's got a microphone mm, in yeah. it, Tom, for voice recognition, so you'd be able to use it oh, like it? the uh, DualSense controller, yeah. It's got the same cool. two-tone colour format as the console with a black stripe running through the centre of the unit, though obviously with all these accessories, no word on price. They also announced and showed the 3D wireless headset, Tom, or the Pulse 3D that, wireless headset, yeah. as they called it which is an updated version of the uh, headphones that they've been selling alongside the PlayStation 4 for some time. Uh, Sony said about the headset, it will offer 3D audio support and noise cancelling microphones. I, I mean, they, um, I've got a set of the PlayStation 4 headset. I, uh, my, oh, what's, what am I talking about here? Uh, headphones, I think they're absolutely cracking. Um, Have they got I'll, a mic with them? Yeah, it's all built into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks I think, like um, there isn't a mic, but there is a mic actually on the side yeah. of it, which is actually quite the, good quality. The new ones look uh, excellent and were probably one of the... I mean, the camera's great if you're into streaming and stuff, but the the one that caught my eye with the headphones, uh, the set I've got are really good. I do like them, but eventually they will need replacing. Uh, so out of all the, uh, the add-ons or the accessories, I think, the headset would be probably the one I go for because it's mm-hmm. the one I'd utilize the most, especially with uh, the boy sleeping above where a uh, game. I don't like to be making loads of noise, so uh, having the the audio come through headsets is quite important for me. Well, um, is that all we've got to say? Because we've got a yeah, sorry, call off your there, yeah. call off your feral beast, will you please? Uh, anyway. What we've got to say is we've uh, every week we put out our topic of the week, 
which is the where we put it on Instagram and we put it on Twitter and we ask listeners for their opinions to get featured on the show. Um, and there, people have made their way to the latest post, which is what did you think of the PlayStation 5 reveal? And we obviously have a whole host of listener feedback to let us know what people thought. First up, we've not heard from this gentleman in a while. It's Tommy Thompson 69 He says, I think it looks pretty damn cool, to be honest. Hashtag. The future is here. Uh, Ro to thinner me got in touch. The wonderful Stephen. I hope you're well, Stephen. He says, I think it's a waste of hardware making a digital edition console. And where is Dead Space 4? Now he's alluding to the fact that the uh, Dead Space writer has uh, said that he would be revealing a game in the PlayStation reveal. Now, we don't know what game that is. Uh, I'm sure more details will come out as the time approaches. And he had a little conversation. As always, we we definitely uh, encourage conversation on there. And him and Chronicles of a Gamer had a nice little chat. Uh, Chronicles of a Gamer has gone on to say, uh, I cannot wait for PS5. What an awesome look. Some of the games were amazing. I'm so hyped for this. I knew they wouldn't be, I knew I wouldn't be disappointed, he says. Quite true. Mark.garage.gamers, the man that uh, predates the internet. Sounds like Tom's rejoined us finally. I'm back. Yeah. Um, Sorry about that. So Mark Gamers, he says uh, some very pretty games on display. Gran Turismo looks special. Ratchet and Clank looks superb, although very busy with so much going on. Sackboy always warms my heart. However, I was not keen on the console design, he says. It looked very strange, horizontal to me. He says no backwards compatibility news either. Well, Mark Gorridge Gamers, we've sorted that for you. 4,000 titles out the gate so far, <laughs> and that will look to increase too. Patches in official, our friends from north of the border, Tom. Um, possibly the best Scottish gaming podcast. Overall, it was great. There are a couple of games. That I, that I We're taking, we're having fun there because players too, obviously, uh, they've recently celebrated their birthday and I wish them good Good sire, good tidings, and they wished us the same back, Tom. So that's nice to see that we're all supporting each other in the lower leagues down here. Uh, Patches in official. Overall, it was great. There are a couple of games that I wish that uh, would have been shown a bit more, but possibly just aren't far enough along in development quite yet. Very excited for Horizon 2. It looked gorgeous, and I think it'll be one of the best-looking games of next gen. Judging by what we got to see, Hamish. Thank you, Hamish. Yeah. Uh, Dadkin game. I can't remember if you've done a clap for him recently, but new listener, he can have one anyway. Uh, there's no wrong with two claps, Tom, is there? He says, I feel the design is like a little overkill, almost like they are more focused on being prettier, fancier looking, game, fancier looking rather than more powerful and better preforming. I think he means performing there. Some of the games, however, do have me interested, such as Ratchet and Clank, Hitman, the two Bethesda games, and even Oddworld. It's hard to say right now who's done the better job, especially considering it all feels a bit rushed together. I think as a digital event, that was actually, it was really good. Well, we know that I, Sony didn't want to do, um, as soon as obviously Corona took hold, they realized that their features were going to have to take place outside of a E3 yeah. environment. And they did say they didn't want it. Sony refused 
to the point, this is why it took them so long to get round to doing it, is because they wanted it to look professional, so they had to ship green screens and 4K cameras yeah. so they could get developers and their own staff shot, not at home, and this is not me beating up, this is just Sony's different tack to Xbox's tack, where Xbox went with a bit of a raw, very early corona virus feed where even news reporters reporting from their home xbox decided to do their third party reveal we're still yet to see them do their first party reveal which is rumored to be coming in july is it not tom yeah i think uh mid-july yeah so they they might might now choose to adopt a slightly different style for that event but they went for their third party reveal with people sort of in their kitchens and in their studies at home, which Sony flat out refused to do. So it took them a little bit longer to get this presentation together. Uh, they wanted it to have a cohesive feel and look. It was it was, um, it was, was better than most presentations I've, I've sat down and watched. I thought it for an hour, it never really, there was a couple of times it felt like it dragged, but overall it, it had me hooked for, for a solid hour. Yeah, true. And you, you, I, I, I wouldn't even say that about E3. Um, sometimes there's a lot of needless pomp with E3. I, I, I do miss like an audience reaction, like a big audience in the theatre seeing something like we've always talked about the God of War reveal, uh, Zelda, Twilight Princess, stuff like that, that have happened over the years. It's sad we, we probably won't get that for, well, we might never get that again if uh, E3 chooses to go a different route. But uh, overall, I think as a digital event, it, it was really impressive. Uh, who next, we got next? Uh, Comic Picture 79, a man who uh, sits on the Xbox side of the fence. He says, the machine looks good, but I prefer the design of the Series X. And that's not because I'll ultimately end up getting it. I like the idea of an all-digital version because for someone like me, that's why I, that's the way I buy all my games. I think, as always, the exclusives look good, but I'm not sure the likes of a remastered Bloodborne is that big of a deal. To be honest, unless you're invested in the sequels to the exclusive games, I think Xbox is going to offer the most fidelity for multi-plats. But at the end of the day, resolutions are as now high as the human eye can resolve, so there isn't going to be a hugely discernible difference between machines. As always, it's more about where your friends stroke library and a gamer score are for actual gamers, non-fanboys, uh, and that'll be what drives people to either of the two systems, which appear to me to be neck and neck in terms of quality. I think the reveal was excellent, and it obviously going to get more coverage in the short term over the coverage of the also excellent video MS released a couple of weeks ago, and that's a shame. He says that he seems to think there's definitely a media bias. Uh, hopefully not on this show. Uh, he said, however, Resident Evil 8, exclamation mark, exclamation marks. He seems uh, into that. Um, yeah. Raises some good points. Obviously, it depends. You know, at this point, I think the battle lines have been drawn. I think you've been with PlayStation to this point in time. You've probably thrown down that much money in the digital ecosystem that it would be crazy to leave. It's the same for people on the Xbox side of it. They've thrown down so much money on games pass and adding games to libraries and other things that to, to leave that foundation that you've made uh it doesn't you know sony's sold probably four or five to one playstations to every xbox that's been released so does that mean this gap's now going to be pretty much locked in two-step for every generation going forward or is microsoft going to pull something out of the bag that lures people away from the PlayStation 
brand we've yet to see. Uh, new listener, uh, Retro... Lost and Loved. Lost and Loved. I had a little moment there. I thought he was going to call himself Retrolo Stand Love. <laughs> no. Uh, retro Lost and Loved. New listener. New listener. Didn't put the effort in there that I should have done. Thank you for your comment. It's uh, very much well received. I like your picture there. You've got an R2-D2 in the background then, friend. It's uh, impressive. He says, I like it. Futuristic design that stands out. Short but sweet, Tom. Um, we've got the... Seem to have attracted a lot of podcasts to the whether they're looking for a free pop and they want to springboard off the back of our success. I don't know, but Love Another Drugs podcast says hi, Robin from the Love Another Drugs podcast. Here, talk about cheap pops left, right, and Chelsea. How sleek is the design? I was panicking that Horizon Zero Dawn wasn't going to make it, and they done a swore here, Tom, which were a PG podcast, so we'll bleep out, and they bleeping delivered. Yes, can't wait. Certainly know their stuff and they you know, fair play to them, I'd say. It's, uh, thank you for your comment, yeah, uh, girls. Thanks for the comment. Uh, uh, now, on the stream, Tom, obviously, Do you want, do you want to read his, all these? Yeah, why not? Bobaloba and his family okay. have uh, supported the stream nearly every day, be it Tanto Ninja or Bobaloba, and it seems there's... Uh, there's a rift forming, almost Captain America Civil War style in the Bobaloba household. Toxis, the better half, he'll, he'll get in touch with me and give me some hassle for this. The better half of the Bobaloba uh, twosome uh, wants a PlayStation 5, thinks it looks better, will look better in the lounge. So uh, maybe we're going to see XBM Network become the PSN uh, thing going forward, Tom. What do you reckon? Mm. Anyway, you're. Uh, I don't know. You're a wordsmith as always. He says, "Looks cool. Digital version looks better, more symmetry." Uh, I would agree with that, but uh, I want the disc tray. Games looked decent. Gran Turismo piqued my interest. Ratchet and Clank looks fun. Suddenly, none of this is enough to pull me away from the Xbox, though. If your good lady says no Xbox, you ain't getting Xbox, friend. Maybe later down the line when it's cheaper, I'll pick one up for the handful of exclusive games I'd like to play. But I said that about PS4 and I still don't own one. Well, maybe things are about to look up. When privileges in the bedroom get locked down because you can't get access to your... Uh, whatever, you're going to end up with a PS5, aren't you? Glad they've shown <laughs> this is the actual console. Now we just need to see the price of next gen. Uh, that's just that's just good point with the prices. I don't feel. I think both are scared to show the price. No I one wants to go first. The, I think that the price of this next gen, with their uh, PlayStation Five, with its uh, SSD, unique SSD technology, and Xbox going with the extra two teraflops, I think they've both run up a hardware bill that's going to be a different difficult pill to swallow obviously they're going to try and absorb as much of that and hope to recoup it through software sales uh but yeah it's not going to be i think it's going to be pricey i think it's going to be north of 450 yeah that's why the longer it goes on the more it makes me think it'll be expensive i think if it had been a reasonable price it had been announced by now and one Um, of them would have just bit the bullet yeah well, maybe they're waiting because the other one could then leave her, odd, leave her off that and be £50 cheaper or be £50 yeah, more. Yeah, definitely. Uh, last week's winner of the 
comment of the month, Tom, uh, and he still needs to get in contact with uh, and finalise his, his choice of what he wants. He can have as anything he wants off Adam the Artist's shop on Comic Pictures on Etsy. Uh, you can get the Man Who Finishes Games t-shirt. You, can, you don't even have to be on Official Controller Podcast in any way, shape or form. There's Star Wars, Avengers, DC, Transformers, prints, all sorts. Uh, and every comment, a comment, the best comment every month, Tom wins a prize. It doesn't get better than that, does it? It does not. No. It does not get better. Something for nothing. Unbelievable. Anyway, C. Pliskin says, He's a wordsmith, is this guy, Tom. Oh, my word, that was one of the best presentations I've watched in some time. The design of the console looks way better, if you ask me, and it kind of reminds me of what the PS4 looked like at first. I thought the conference started a little strange by showing the GTA 5 will be released to the PS5, but not quite as a launch title. I don't get that. The standalone expansion to Marvel's Spider-Man looks great and a good inclusion, as I assume a launch title. Ratchet and Clank's Rift Apart. I was wearing my team Ratchet and Clank t-shirt and take, talking, watching the show live with one of my acting buddies. He's an actor, Tom, much like yourself. And I was so happy Amazing. to see the series continue. Sackboy, I thought, was great to see. Back to the point, I stopped making tea halfway through to run back to the TV when I recognized who it was. I also thought the focus on new games like Kenna, Pragmata, and Little Devil Inside to be very refreshing. Overall, I really did like the presentation, despite the lack of a price for the console or the launch lineup for the system. I'm totally sold by the return of some of my favourite PlayStation exclusive franchises, alongside the fresh new games shown off at the event. The length of this event, the length of this message shows my enthusiasm. Right? Question mark. I would say so. C plus skin for. The only other person that's written more than you was uh, probably Comic Pictures. Um, so there we go. Uh, Dubai Jim's got in touch, Tom. He says, excited. The event felt like one giant mic drop after the next from Spidey Mars Morales at launch. Loads of new and console-exclusive IP and indie content. New Astrobot and Sackboy to do family-friendly gaming with the kid and the hoped but not expected Horizon reveal. Then... Having had several moments in the presentation when I thought, is that going to be the console reveal? Only for them to pull back. They got to the end and they did, and they revealed the discless version. Total surprise. I got my PS2 well into the cycle, but 3, 4, and Pro all within year one. But the discless version may have made this a month one purchase for me. Oh, and the design is a beauty, but does mean I can't sneak it under the TV and pretend it's the bold box, the old box. Yes, he's right. It's certainly not going <laughs> to... There's no sneaking that through the front door, is there? Um, I'm not sure whether it's even going to fit into my uh, entertainment suite, Tom. I was trying to do some measurements based off the uh, the sort of fan-made expect, uh, sort of estimations of its yeah. size, and I just do not think... The PS4 Pro is a bit of a squeeze, as is the PS3. Um, I'm a little concerned where I'm going to put this thing. Uh, come the day, of yeah, the- I think. Um, I just, yeah, I hope it's not too massive. I think mean, if just- it's too big, it's going to end up on the floor somewhere, hidden away. <laughs> I've got no, and that's a shame because it looks amazing. Uh, yeah. Batmull, uh, thank you, Batmull. I think a new commenter, but he's been a long-term listener and contributor to the Discord, amongst other things. He says the console looks pretty cool. However, it would have been nice to have got that price, 
which I think we're all looking for. As for the games, they look interesting, especially Demon's Souls Remastered, as I never owned a PS3, but I'm a From Software fan, so maybe I'll try and pick up a discless PS5 at some point, although I'm definitely going to get Series X first, as that where my, that's where my friends and achievements are. Interesting. Harvey Retro, uh, he's a man with his own podcast, uh, Trash Tapes, Enig- Enigmatic Productions. Um, he says, uh, I normally hate white consoles, but the PS5 has got a sexy iRobot portal stormtrooper thing going on, which I love. Heart eye emoji. In terms of the games, some cool, some lame. Resident Evil 8 looks right, the right kind of bonkers. Just hope it can compete with a scare factor of seven. I was actually really excited about the cat in a robot world game, Stray. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to play as the cat. I'm well up for that. Cat heart eye emoji. He loves his heart eye emojis. Uh, Overall, I found the event so exciting. It reminded me of how I felt before the PS2 came out 20 years ago. Can't wait to get my hands on it. Computer game controller emoji, Tom. What do you think about uh, Batmull and Harvey Retro's thoughts there? Yeah, I think... um... I agree with what what um, well Harvey Retro. He's uh, he's just always got a great opinion, um, mostly because he agrees with what I say. But, um, <laughs> You're such. Oh my goodness! Okay. <laughs> or do I? Or do I? Or do I agree with what he says? Who knows? Um, yeah, I, I knew he'd be keen in President Evil Eight. Being the big horror fan he is, um, but yeah, I think uh, good points raised there by both. Uh, and thanks for commenting on the Instagram as well, Batmore. Um, nice to see you on there as well as the Discord. Yeah, good Up stuff. Next, uh, Mister Mystery. He's been uh, we brought him out of the woodwork, Tom, didn't we? And, uh, and now he's commenting. Now we can see a picture of his face which is great. looks like he's playing the drums. Anyway, he says, some great titles on offer, but by far and away, the most exciting on the menu was Horizon. Console looks tremendously classy. Whatever colour they'll do it in, simply can't wait. My money's on Sony again this time, which is... uh, Yeah. Mr. Mystery, is he in the Discord? I don't know. He should be. Needs to be. Um, Colour, he's on about there. I I hope it was a black version. I'd probably rather it in black. I do like the wire. I think it looks quite interesting, but yeah, I always find they go a bit grubby. How strange. Mm. Uh, you with your cleaner and your John Lennon style yeah. apartment, I thought you would have been all over that like a rash. Mm. Me Someone too. who I'm all over like a rash, Retro Gamer Thomas, uh, supports us everywhere he can. His whole family do, be it Discord, be it Instagram, be it Twitter, be it YouTube, be it podcast. He's a fan of what we do, and we're very grateful. He says, I thought it was one of the best presentations I've seen from Sony. Very classy. As for the aesthetics of the console, probably the best-looking console ever, in my opinion. That's bold, but uh, it's certainly got that iconic style. Plus, this gen, Sony and Microsoft have gone down two completely different routes in terms of design. Microsoft seemed to have gone for a more understated PC tower look, whereas Sony have gone for the futuristic cutting-edge look. Both look good, but I'm all over the futuristic look. I thought the game shown uh, was quite clever, a mixture of follow-up games and new IPs, which really got me excited. Probably, though, 
but the standouts were Keener, Spider-Man and above, Gran Turismo 7, going back to its roots, excited much. I'm like a kid at Christmas. Tom, once again, your drawings, is this going to be something we give to the fans? No, sorry, I'm scrolling through the WhatsApp. Oh, it sounds like a sharp one uh, on some paper. Um, sorry. You're all good. Uh, next up, Vajo Games. He says, not keen... Well, Vajo Games, new listener, not keen on the look of the actual console. It looks like they're going... It, they look like go faster fins. <laughs> uh, and sending us to the bridge this this week, uh, Tom, Daisy Newton 5... It looks very slick and futuristic. The PS4 and lots of the other PlayStations are black. So this is a brave move by having it white. I'm very excited to see the graphics quality of the games and I feel the new con- and feel the new controls and see how they play. It looks great. Lady of Elegance. Thanks very much. Haste there, Tom. Uh, yeah. All points made. Obviously, the move away from black is interesting. Um, but didn't when they, when they did the... The little teaser trailer for the event. Yeah, I'm sure the controller was black. No, no. In that video, lots of people were saying, but it was a yeah, it was a white controller with a shadow with a shadow on it. Ah, I see. People trying to get more from things than they probably ought to. Really, yeah. Uh, What's so? Just to summarise, Tom. Obviously. Interesting new design. Um, I'm less excited about the controller, really. I, I do like the look of the machine, but um, yeah, that controller looks really comfy. Some great features on there. And yeah, I'm looking forward to getting my hands on one. Okay. Should the price be right? Well, Tom, what's he, what's he been up to this week? Because obviously now it's time for us to talk about the new release highlights, but we do that. Uh, by getting our childhood hero, Stingray, who used to bring us our counterfeit videos and games as we lived in rural Lincolnshire. Now you're a big man over in New York doing your voiceover work. Uh, What's he been up to this week? What contraband has he been hawking off? He has been hawking PlayStation 5 boxes, empty boxes, but he's been putting them up for pre-order to unbeknowing members of the public thinking they're buying a PS5 ready pre-ordered for Christmas, but they're actually getting just a box. I heard that he wasn't being so scrupulous as, uh, scrupulous as uh, giving an empty box. I heard he was putting in a, a PlayStation 3 and a PlayStation 2 and just suggesting to people <laughs> that 3 plus 2 equals 5. And wrapping them in a sheet of white cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> Give him that look. Yeah, I think you might be right. He's got, to have the weight. He's got to have the weight in the box, hasn't he? Oh, it's just... Yeah, the, people the game, know straight the, away. Yeah, con, the, the the con is over. The con is completely up and smoked before he's even able to get away. As yeah. always, Tom is tearing down the drive. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of our friend all this week. These are the new release highlights for the week June eighth, June fourteenth, twenty twenty. Listeners, these are out on digital or physical, or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be very much could be region dependent tom um it's slim pickings i know which one i'm going with it's the second one on the list do you know which one you're going with i'll go with a third on the list yeah that was my second choice i've got my vhs that i want uh so let's you kick off and then we get to uh read our own mummy mummies this week 
Uh, first up, Deck of Ashes on the PC, June 9th. Deck of Ashes is an adventure game with tactical card combat. One character at a time, lead the cast of anti-heroes on a quest for redemption. Explore the cursed fantasy world and hunt down powerful cards. Forge a unique battle deck and crush your foes. Can you rid the world of the Ash Curse? Wow. Okay. Well, up next, Project Warlock. Coming out on PS... They've nabbed themselves an exclusive here, Sony. <laughs> coming out on the PS4 June 9th, coming out on the Switch June 11th, and coming out on the Xbox One June 12th. Project Warlock is a first-person shooter that fans of Doom, Hexen, and Wolfenstein cannot miss. It serves you an exploding cocktail of bullets, spells, and monsters, battling through 60 levels of non-stop action, packed with bloodthirsty enemies and challenging bosses. Um, that really piqued my interest when uh, James and I were putting the script together. And um, uh, it reminds me, there's another game coming out that's got a similar vibe that looks like a 32-bit yeah. shooter. Mm. I can't remember its name right now, but Project Warlock looks... Looks great. Looks to be very fun. Some very flat enemies and uh, yeah. <laughs> lots of fast, frantic <laughs> movement in there. And this, your choice for your mummy mummy, the one that you're uh, going to beg mummy for. What is it, Tom? It's Beyond Blue, PC, PS4 and Xbox One, June 11th. Beyond Blue is a single-player narrative adventure that takes you deep into our planet's being blue heart. Explore the awesome wonder and unbounded mystery that exists within the world's ocean. Now, this game has got um, video and voiceover clips from the Blue Planet, and I've actually seen that it's garnering very, very positive reviews in what I thought would just be uh, like Aquanauts Holiday with some David Attenborough <laughs> nailed on top is actually seemingly quite an educational but uh, thought-provoking game that's, uh, that's a viewing well above average. Um, What's up next? Astro Astronauts. PC June 11th, a noir spaceship life sim set in a solar system cut off from a ravaged Earth. Design your one-of-a-kind spaceship, hire crew with physical and emotional needs, enjoy detailed ship control panels and interiors, then manage your dysfunctional crew and ship as you fend off bankruptcy or worse. Uh, That looks okay. Uh, It's on PC sort of thing that would probably do well with the as with most of these games that come out on PC at the moment will probably end up on Switch. Uh what's up next Tom? Samurai Showdown on the PC as well, June 11th. Samurai Showdown has enjoyed worldwide success as a blade-wielding fighting game series since its first release in 1993. Over 10 years have passed since the last series installment and it's now time for Samurai Showdown to return in a brand new game featuring high-end visuals and gameplay. With its story set one year before the very first instalment, warriors and combatants from various backgrounds and with uh, their own goals are about to battle to fulfil their destinies. I don't know if you've checked that out or not, but I, I recommend you do. You being a Street Fighter fan, that looks great. I, play, I played some of the old ones. Um, I think they were released on the Wii U, maybe, and during desperate times on that console where there was nothing to play. <laughs> uh, I think I, uh, I think I dabbled in those. They're quite good. Um, so I'd be curious to see how a new one plays uh, yeah. with a bit more fluidity and uh, 
and sort of improved animations. And Here's stuff. the last pick out the boot before we name our VHSs. Warborn on the PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch June 12th. Deploy for a battle in the variable armor, a technologically advanced suit of war with turn-based tactics, quick-fire clashes. Lead a strike force of deadly mecha to bring peace to the solar system in a 40-mission campaign. Create your own maps, practice in skirmish or battle across multiplayer. Um, my, my VHS pick after being inspired by one of Harvey Retro Posts, is Condor Man. <laughs> I think I have heard of that. It's, uh, seen, oh, it's yeah. great. There's a set, it's Michael Crawford of... Uh, um, Some others do have him. Yeah, Frank Spencer fame. And, <laughs> yeah, and he's Condor Man. And there's a, this is probably the biggest spoiler of the whole film, so you're probably not going to watch it anyway, but uh, there's a bit where he's been driving around in this clapped out, like, old truck and then it sort of opens up almost Mobile Armored Strike Command style and inside <laughs> is, the con- is the Condor Mobile, which ends up being this super futuristic thing uh, that he whizzes off in. Yeah, really cool. I remember I once caught that at my nan's at the big house and yeah. uh, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I begged my granddad not to turn it over. I said, like, oh, don't turn it over, Grandpa. Uh, he let me watch it, but he left the room. <laughs> <laughs> What's your mummy mummy VHS? That says a lot about his it, quality, doesn't it? It does, yeah, because um, he used to watch all sorts. Um, <laughs> why? <are you laughs> why? <laughs> he was a fan of the TV. He was. He was a big fan of the TV. What's uh, What's your mummy mummy? Uh, my mummy mummy is Hard Target. I mentioned it earlier. It's an action film with Jean Claude Van Damme, uh, where he helps a uh, a daughter tracked down a, a strange father who's gone missing uh, and is believed to be involved in an illegal hunting uh, game where humans are hunted for sport, usually ex-war veterans. Oh, and uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's character, Chance, helps her hunt the uh, hunt the bad guys down. Wow, and bring okay. Them to justice. It's ri- have you not seen that? I don't know. Oh, it's ring, great, you, the name rings a bell, but your description of it, which is probably flawed, is not ringing any bells <laughs> for me. So uh, I think I might, even, end, I might even have it, you know. So I'll probably the end fight off. is in like the bayou, um, and no. like yeah, no. So he, he, a lot of the hunters have got like very characteristic sort of like street fighter looks to them, like yeah. It, it, it's a classic 90s that is okay you need well, to watch it if you've not seen it and like Smokey disappears he's left a box for a PS5 Tom but I'm not picking it up he can pick that up <laughs> next time he comes back right because well then again if it's got a PS3 and PS2 in it uh, thing is I've already paid I paid him 499 for that box of retro tat with a PS5 <laughs> on the front of it so I'm a bit nervous do I pick it up yeah sometimes he comes good but uh Sometimes he, he lets us down big time, does Ray. Tom, it's come to the end of the show, the bookend either side. At the beginning, I ask you what, you're, what you have been playing. At the end of the show, I ask you what you're hoping to play. Well, next week, uh, I'll be on away for a bit, and I'll also be playing The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, fingers crossed if it gets delivered. Other oh, than that... You're telling me you're not doing a show next week? Uh, subtly, yeah. Um, but I'll be back with a review of Last of Us Part Two, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll be playing much else. 
the, the usual online so tap. I've got a one-man show to crank out. What should I make it about? After after a week off? No. You don't create okay. an online you are, you are, media you are empire. You committed to the cause, like, aren't you? You can't move this thing forward if you miss a day or you miss a week. It doesn't work like that. I'll be sat in the World War One trench, one of us for smoke on us, like, yeah, we'll go over tomorrow. No, no, we've got to go today. No, tomorrow, mate. Tomorrow. Unbelievable. Well, no we'll doubt. definitely go tomorrow. I will apply pressure. <laughs> I'll apply pressure, uh, pressure to your septic wound of a life. And by uh, did you next, watch um, next Saturday? You watch... You'll be wanting to do a show. <laughs> oh, I don't want the fans to think I'm the bad guy. No, well, you're not doing a very good job of that. What's did the... you watch 1917? <laughs> yes. What did you think? Thought was pretty good actually. I thought the the good. constant dread that it brought was was quite strong and palpable. Thought the anxiety it was able to build with a very quick emotional bond with the lead character or characters, um, without spoiling it too much. That very quickly becomes character. And uh, yeah. yeah, I thought. I mean, it's shades of lots of other war films. I thought um, it, was, it was a good film. I. I've got nothing more to say about it, really, without spoiling it for people. So if they haven't yeah. seen it, I won't want to do that. As far as games concerned, obviously, we're both excited to receive our copies of Last of Us, which we will uh, do a spoiler review. Oh, are you getting day one as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Um, the way I've uh, massaged Naughty Dog as well, I might be getting mine before you. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Uh. Yes. Big powers with the Dirkman. Struckman. Struckman. That's probably why you got nothing, because you called him (laughs) Dirkman. (laughs) Mr. Dirkman, can I have a copy of Last Be gone. Be gone, he says. You're even in the same country as him, and he has nothing to do with (laughs) it. Other than that, what else am I going to be doing? Um, Minecraft, obviously, that goes without saying. Uh, I think the next game I'm going to stream is No Man's Sky as well. I think it's got similar vibes, but uh, plenty to see and do. And it's slow enough pace where I can talk without fear of dying every two seconds. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? Um, probably going to play some retro. Probably going to... Uh, I've got some repairs to make to replace my Mega CD's battery. So there's that and then some more Mega CD games that I'll be able to play um, because I've not been able to save... I've got a Sega Saturn um, memory jumper coming, which allows you to play copied games. It's, it's an old console, so I don't think Sega are going to cry too much over lost revenue. <laughs> and our loyal listener, Dugan McBain, who's father of Game Boy Matty, is sending me some some a repro of Police Noughts. It's probably going to be to the same level at this point as the Snatcher repro I bought from Repro Game Labs. If you want me to put it right, Repro Game Labs, get in touch and do the right thing and send me another... It's just happened on the rip, all right? I'm not looking to be a pain. All I want is a game that works. I didn't buy that game to put on a shelf and make out I own Snatcher. I bought that game from you to be able to play it. And with missing dialogue, one wonders how you're meant to play a dialogue-heavy game. Unbelievable. He's still got a chance to pull this from the claws, from the jaws of death, Tom. He's still got to save, he's still got a chance to save this. Anything else you're planning on playing? You finished Last of Us a couple of weeks ago now, so you're all fired up on the story. No, I've got a, I've got a, um, an email to reply to about some guy who bought some copy of Snatcher that 
doesn't work, but I'll get back to him at some point. Yeah, unbelievable. That's about right. That's, that's <laughs> right now. It feels like I'm dealing with you. <laughs> Mickey Mouse tactics. Uh, um, on that, yeah. Is that it? I don't. Shall I wrap I don't up? Think there's anything else? Um, Summarize. No. PS5 revealed. Summarize it for me in three words. Epic show time. Wow. Good job you haven't written script for a while, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> That's, and on that, rather lack of vocabulary note tom that's all we have time for this week <laughs> listeners as always thank you for your time we look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week until then happy gaming remember there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller it's what you do that counts see you tom see you mate